You may be seated. I want to preach a very simple sermon today. It's called A Simple Choice, Choose Life. And it's so simple today that even a child can understand it. However, a foolish person will miss it entirely. Amen. You know, when it comes to the Lord, it's just two ways. It's, uh, you know, the wise man, the foolish man, the good, the bad. You know, there's the, there, everything is cut and dried. It's black and white. You know, it's this way or that way. It's, there's no halfway. The devil likes to confuse things and make it gray and make it hard to understand. But it's not hard to understand. It's a very simple, simple message. The Word of God is very simple to understand. But yet only the diligent, only the wise get really into it and find out exactly what God's trying to say to them. But today, like I said, it's going to be a message that anybody can understand, but a foolish person will miss it entirely. Proverbs 18 and 2 says, Fools have no interest in understanding. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Are you listening to me today? Amen. And Proverbs 10:21 says, The godly give good advice, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. Destroyed because of the lack of common sense. If it looks good to serve the Lord, you ought to serve Him. Man, just look at the world. You see the creation. It just should tell you right away, there's a creator. You see a great design, there's a designer. Amen. If there is something that is made, somebody made it. It's very simple, very, un, very easy to understand. And so the first simple statement I'll make today is life is full of choices. How many believe that? Amen. Life is full of choices. You made a choice whether to come to church today. You made a choice what you were going to wear. You made a choice which way you were going to come. Life is full of choices. Second simple statement, the most important choice in life, and this is important, the most important choice in life that you will ever make is to choose life. Amen. That's right. Look at Deuteronomy 30 and 19. He says, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. He said, I have given you the choice. Do you want death or do you want life? Do you want to be blessed or do you want to be cursed? Then he says, I'm going to go ahead and give you the answer. He says, choose life. Why? So that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God and listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. This is the way God speaks today. He speaks through his word. We pray to him, but he answers us with his word. It's in here. So you have to get in this book to find out what God wants to say to you. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life. L-O-R-D, capital L-O-R-D. Jehovah God is your life. Amen. Everything you'll ever need in life will come through the Lord if you'll allow it to. Amen. So here we see Moses. He challenged Israel to choose life. He's saying to obey God and therefore continue to experience his blessings. God does not force his will on anybody. He lets everyone decide whether to follow him or to reject him. This decision, however, is a very important decision that you make. It is life or death. It is heaven or or hell. God wants us to realize that the best choice is an obvious choice. We are to choose life, of course, but the implementation of that decision in our lives is sometimes difficult. 
daily in each and every new situation that comes against us. We must continually reaffirm and reinforce that commitment to life. Amen. What is life? I'm not concerned today about life as most people see it. They see life as just simply seeking to stay alive. They live only to feed their carnal nature. They only think, they only think about things that, that are important to them like things they think or they feel or what they want. They live simply to feed the flesh. In that aspect of life, they are no different from the animal world. The animals do that every day. It's called the food chain. The human bodily existence involves eating and drinking and working, exercising and play. You have to keep moving to stay alive. We all know that. So I don't have to talk about that aspect of life. Everybody knows about that part. It, it, just, it just happens without thinking about it. You just do that. But the life that I want to talk to you today about is the inner life, your spirit man, your psyche, the real you, that part of you that's going to live forever somewhere. It's called the eternal life that is in you. One part of creation when God created this world was that he breathed into man the breath of life. And the living God, who is the source of eternal life, not only created us in bodily form, but he also put a part of himself in us that was called the spirit. Amen. Man was created to live forever, but man introduced death into the world through disobedience or what we call sin. Man that was born to live forever, now because of sin, was born to die. However, in his divine mercy, grace, and love, God went to work to reintroduce life, Jesus Christ, the word made flesh into the world. So the better question today is this, who is life? Who is life? John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was God in the beginning. Who was God in the beginning? the word and through the word through him all things were made and without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of men so if he didn't have light then men must be in darkness for the light shines in the darkness but the darkness has not understood it John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not go to hell, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. John 3, 36, whoever believes in the son, if you believe in the son, you have eternal life right now living in you. But whoever rejects the son will not see life for God's wrath remains on him because of his sin. John 5, 24, I tell you the truth. This is Jesus. He said, I tell you the truth. I hope you're listening today. Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has, he has eternal life and will not be condemned. But that man that has my word inside of him, he said he has crossed over from death to life. He now has Jesus Christ living inside of him. Therefore, he has life. 
John 6, 35, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. John 6, 47, I tell you the truth. He who believes has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. John 6, 62, the spirit gives life. Some of you are not listening yet. You have got to start listening. I can get up here and you think I'm just flapping my, my jaws just for the exercise. I can flap them at home. I am telling you the truth today. And you've got to concentrate and get your mind on what God's trying to tell you because God wants to do a miracle in your life. So forget these people that are walking in and out. Forget them. Get your mind on the Lord today. Now the reason I'm so serious is because God's going to do a miracle today. And don't pay attention to this that's going on. There's too much confusion here. Come on. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for how much? Absolutely nothing. He says, the words that I have spoken to you. Jesus said, the words that I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. Now, when I read these things and I hear Jesus saying that he is the life, that he's the only way to live, that in him is the spirit that gives the life. When I read these things, it's amazing to me after hearing these words of the master about eternal life, that in verse 66 it says, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed after him. Brother, when I read that, I was flabbergasted. I went to prayer and I asked God, I said, how could these people turn their backs on you? You are abundant life. They go after the world. They go after the devil. The Bible said, the thief comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give what? Life. And that more abundant life to the full. And yet people, when they hear the message of life, they turn their back. And they go back out in the world. They do it today. They did it here. Well, I asked God, I said, why in the world do these people turn around and go out? He gave me the answer. And I sought long and hard for it, but he gave it to me. And he said, did you know? He said, there's a deaf and a dumb evil spirit at work in this world. A deaf and a dumb spirit. If you're not careful, that deaf and dumb spirit will get a hold of you. And it will not allow you to think rationally, much less spiritually. You cannot hear what the spirit is saying. And you cannot speak what the spirit is saying. I thought, why don't people speak the word of God? It's because they can't hear the word of God. They cannot hear it. They have had deaf and dumb evil spirit that has a hold of them. And some people are so oppressed by this demon and others are even possessed of this devil. You wouldn't be too far off to call this spirit the spirit of dum-dum. Hallelujah. I got to thinking about it. I said, some of these people have the spirit of dum-dum or dumb and dumber if you want to say it that way. They're just plain old dumb. The Bible says that the people with this kind of a spirit of dumb, dumb are fools. Ecclesiastes 10 and 2 says the heart of the wise inclines to the right. The heart of the fool goes to the left. 
Even as he walks along the road, the fool lacks sense and he shows everybody how stupid he is. Why? Because he does not choose the right road. Life is right there in front of him. Jesus says, come to me and I'll give you life. And he walks away. What is he? He's a fool. He's a dum-dum. He's stupid. I'm going to get this as plain as I possibly can today. He is stupid. The wise, the hearts of the wise lead them to do right. The hearts of the foolish lead them to do evil. You can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street. Just by the way they act. Just by the way they talk. Just by the way they go and where they go and what they do. You can tell a fool. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The spirit of Christ is an operation. It was an operation. This spirit of dum-dum was an operation when Jesus was here. It says in Mark chapter 7, 32, some people brought a man who could neither hear nor speak. He could neither hear nor speak. He was deaf and dumb and asked Jesus to lay a healing hand on him. He took the man off by himself and put his fingers in the man's ear and some spit on the man's tongue and then Jesus looked up in prayer and he groaned mightily. It takes a lot of power sometimes to get the spirit of dum-dum out of people. But he groaned mightily and he commanded and he said, If all of us open up and it happened, it happened when he prayed, it happened. The man's hearing was clear and his speech became plain. Yes. Mark 9, 17, and one of the throne replied to him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a dumb, dumb spirit. <laughs> I'm telling you what the word says. Yeah. Mark 9, 21, and Jesus asked his father, How long has he had this? He answered and said, From the time he was a little boy. It started when he was small, and he grew up with it. He had that spirit. And it was often, it would throw him both in the fire and in the water. People can't figure out what in the world's going wrong in their life. First they're in the water, then they're in the fire. Man, I mean everything in the world's going wrong in their life. They're about to drown. They're going down for the last time. They're being burnt. They touch the fire and it burns them and they touch it again. It burns them again. They touch it again. It burns them again. I say that's dumb dumb. That's dumb dumb. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again when it does the same thing over and over again to you. But the spirit of dumb dumb keep going out there and doing the same thing. Different names, different times, different places, same thing over and over and over and over again. From the time they were a child, they just keep on doing it because they don't understand why. They're confused. They don't know what's happening. They're in the spirit of dumb dumb. He said, but if you do anything, do have pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, you say to me, if you can do anything, why all things can be, they are possible to him who believes. And at once the father of the boy gave an eager, piercing, inarticulate cry with tears. And he said, Lord, I believe. Constantly help my weaknesses of faith. But when Jesus noticed a crowd of people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit. I want you to listen real close. He rebuked the unclean spirit. The spirit of dumb, dumb is an unclean spirit. He said, you dumb and deaf spirit. You spirit that keeps turning me down. You spirit that keeps turning life down. I rebuke you. And I charge you to come out of him and never go into him again. 
And after giving a hoarse, clamoring, fear-stricken shriek of anguish and convulsing him terribly, it came out. And the boy lay pale and motionless like a corpse. What does that tell me? That tells me when God cast that spirit of dum-dum out of that fella, he fell down in humility. The first thing that's got to happen to you if you're ever going to find life is you've got to learn to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You're too rebellious. You're too stubborn. You are so set in your ways that it looks like nothing in the world can ever change you. But something's going to happen today. Something's going to happen today. He came out. So many of them said he's dead. He's dead. But Jesus took a strong grip of his hand and he began lifting him up and he stood. Hallelujah. I want you to see some things here in this. You know, it says that this, both of these places, that these fellas could not understand the condition that they were in. You had one that was a boy that had a deaf and dumb spirit and he had to have his father bring him. And you had this other fellow that somebody brought him. Somebody brought him. And that's usually what has to happen for somebody to find God is somebody's got to go get them and bring them. Hallelujah. And after they get them here, something else has got to happen. The spirit of God, the spirit of life has got to get you, has got to reach out there and get a hold of you. When I was praying about this, I said, Lord, I want to go out there and get them. He said, no. He said, only the spirit of God can draw them. I can go up there and I can get a hold of you. I can bring you down here and I can pray for you. But you'll leave with the spirit of dum-dum. You'll still have the same spirit you had when you came up here. But if you can let the spirit of God reach out there and get a hold of you and say, the way I've been living's wrong. I've been living a stupid life. I've been living a foolish life. And what I need is somebody to cast the spirit of dum-dum out of my life. If you can get that in your heart, and you come forward. The Bible says that Jesus cast that devil out of him. Hallelujah. And when Jesus casts that spirit out of you, hallelujah, he's going to change your life. Going to change your life. Now, we cannot just get the spirit cast out of you, but we got to get something into you. Now, this is not on your thing there because it came in a little late, didn't make the didn't make the cut, but Isaiah 11 and verse 2, he said, the spirit, this is Jesus talking in Isaiah, prophesy, Jesus coming, said the spirit of the Lord will rest on him and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power. Who's the counselor? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of life. It's the spirit of God. And he said the spirit of counsel and power and the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord will return to you. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes and he won't decide by what he hears with his ears, but he will judge righteously. So what we've got to do is not only cast that demon out of you, but then we're going to have to replace it with the spirit of Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit of God because that is the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You go to the New Testament. Here's what Paul said. I keep asking. I keep praying. And I pray this over and over and over and over and I keep praying. And asking, 
that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, that he would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Some of you have not received the spirit of wisdom and revelation yet. You are still dead in your sins. You're still being foolish in the way that you live and the way that you act and the things that you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel a heavy weight on me today. God wants to speak to your heart. Amen. Some of you are still dwelling in that world, that secret world, where you think nobody knows about it, and you think you're getting away with it, and you think you're having your way. But while you are in that sin, the Bible said while you are there, you are dead. While you are living there, you are a fool while you are living there. God wants to deliver you from that life, but he can't deliver you until the Spirit goes out there and gets a hold of your heart and draws you to the house of God and draws you to the altar where you can be have that spirit cast out of you and the spirit of wisdom can be put inside of you which is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He said, I pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. What did it say? Know. Know him better. So many have a form of have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. They don't know God. They say they're a Christian, but they don't know God. They don't know Him in the power of the resurrection. They don't know Him in the power of God that can deliver them from their sin. They're trying to live for God with one hand and live for the world with the other hand. I'm telling you the truth today. Hallelujah! I'll step on a few more toes, okay? No sugar today, boy. You'll either, you'll either think I'm a man of God or you'll run me out of town on a rail. I don't know which. But I'm going to tell you something. You can continue to hold your ties back <laughs> from giving to God. But while you're holding those ties that belong to God, you're acting like a fool. You're acting like a fool. And the reason that you're holding them is because you have not had the spirit of wisdom and revelation put into your mind. Your mind still says, I don't have to do that. I can get by without that. I'm doing this over there. I'm doing, giving to that over there. I'm doing all these other things. I don't have to do what the spirit of God says. You have not had a revelation of who Jesus is. You say, what are you talking about? Because the word tells us how to live. It tells us what to do and what not to do. So if we don't do what this says or we, don't, we do not do what it says not to do, then we are not obeying this word and therefore we are a fool. Spirit of dum-dum. You've not had the spirit of revelation revealed to you. Hallelujah. Now I could go down the line and I could talk about everything but I'm not going to talk about everything. I'm going to let the Spirit of God speak to you. I am only one-third through this sermon, and I'm not going to go through the rest of it because I feel like God wants to do something in your lives today. Hallelujah. I can tell you everything else about this, but I think you pretty well got the idea. If you have hidden sin in your life, and there's something that you're not doing in this book or something that you need to be doing you're not doing, and the reason you're not doing it is because you have a death and dumb, evil spirit. It's down in there. 
and you are trying to figure out, I don't understand why. I don't understand why I can't do what I need to do. I don't understand why. What is it holding me back? That spirit of death and dumb. And it's got to be cast out. It's got to be cast out. Hallelujah. And the Lord said that he was going to be with us in his spirit. And whenever you come forward, I want you, if you've got that spirit today, I want you to come up here and we're going to cast that deaf and dumb spirit out of you. Hallelujah. And you're not going to have that anymore. And we're going to have the Lord put spirit of wisdom in you. Now, I know that a lot of you people are not going to want to come because you're going to want to say, well, if I go up, they're going to think I'm dumb, dumb. <laughs> you know what? Man, if I had sin in my life, I wouldn't care what anybody else thought about it. I would want life more than anything else in this world. And I would say to myself, I'm tired of living this life half in, half out. I'm tired of being up one day and down the next. I'm tired of all this negativity. I'm tired of talking this way. I'm tired of can't say anything good about somebody. I'm tired of all this stuff. And you say, I'm going to get this spirit cast out of me. You'd come down to this altar and get that thing pulled out of you. Amen. Hallelujah. How many want that spirit of dum-dum out of you? All right, well then come forward. We're going to get that thing knocked out of there right now. We're going to do this in Jesus' name. And now I'm not kidding you. God is going to, de to deliver these people from this spirit of a deaf and dumb spirit. Amen. Now I'll give you just a couple more minutes to come if you want to come get in on this. Because everybody's sitting back there and does not get in on it. I'm going to have to have you put your heads down because when I cast these devils out, I don't want them getting in you, okay? In fact, Tom, 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 would you open that front door because I want to send the devils out that front door? I don't want him getting in anybody here. And I'm going to cast you, I'm going to cast the devil out every one of you guys at one time. And God's going to deliver you. And after he delivers you, we're going to get the spirit of wisdom in you. But we're going to get the devil out of you first, okay? Now, now that don't mean that you're bad. I'm not saying you're bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you got this problem inside of you that just keeps bothering you with can't do the right thing. You know what's right, but you can't do it. Why can't you do it? It's that spirit. So everybody close your eyes. Bow your heads. If you're out there, you bow your heads. Get your heads down. Father, you know you gave me this message to preach. You know you wanted me to preach it. I've had such a heavy anointing. I've never known when I've had this kind of anointing on me, oh Lord. So, oh God, I know right now you're going to deliver these people that have come forward. God, of this spirit, this deaf and dumb spirit. And I am going to believe right now. I'm going to speak to that spirit by the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. And by the word of God and the blood of Jesus, I say to you, evil spirit, deaf and dumb spirit, you foul, ugly, no good spirit, come out of these people in the name of Jesus Christ and leave them and don't bother them again. Go out that front door and we don't want to hear you again. Be open, be open and receive God into your life right now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody get down on your knees now. Everybody humble yourself. We are humbling ourselves before you, God. And we are now asking you, oh Lord God, to come into our lives and fill us with the spirit of wisdom. Fill us with the spirit of revelation. And help us, oh God, to see things we've never seen before. Open our eyes and our understanding. God, let this be a church, oh Lord. God, that's not playing church, not playing dumb. But oh God, that we are giving our hearts to you and serving you with everything that's within us, oh Lord. We praise you from the depths of our heart. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness and for your love. We thank you for the power of your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have delivered us from the evil spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you loved us. We thank you, Lord, that you care for us. We thank you, Lord, that you understand us. We thank you, Lord, that you're doing a work right now. My God, deliver us, Lord, deliver us, Lord. We thank you for it, God. We thank you for it, God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, I love you. 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 Oh, Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to do, I want you to do one more thing with me. I want you to do one more thing with me, and that is repeat after me. Repeat after me. The spirit of truth abides in me and teaches me all things and he guides me into all truths therefore I confess I have perfect knowledge of every situation and every circumstance that I come up against for I now have the wisdom of God from this day forward I will trust in the Lord with all of my heart and I will lean not to my own understanding. I won't try to figure it out for myself. I will trust in your word. And in all of my ways, I will acknowledge you. And you will direct my path. One more. I receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of him. The eyes of my understanding have been opened. And I am now conf- I am no longer conformed to this world. But I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. My mind is renewed by the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. I give you the praise and the glory and the honor of God. For you are worthy, O Lord, to receive all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. 
Amen. Turn around to your neighbor and say, I'm glad to meet one of the smartest people in the world. Because I went to the altar and you went to the altar, we have the spirit of wisdom has been given into our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to have prayer for the sick. Irene, we want you to come. Irene failed and hurt herself. We're going to pray that God would heal her. Just, just keep praying, Tammy. That's okay. Hallelujah. Anybody else want to have prayer for your body? Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, in your name, in your name, Jesus. God, I want you to heal Irene right now in the name of Jesus. God, oppressed with a load that I carry. troubled mind when I met Jesus and all 